When I worked at Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, my coworkers and I used to tease each other and say, you are only good, you are only as good as your last project. There was always a competitive streak in us project managers as we prepared for the next project around the bend. Now, I have to be honest with you, I felt some of that same heat this week as I prepared to preach this morning. There could be a whole lot at stake preaching just hours before a congregational vote to call this church into new leadership. But I guess that burden could also be there with all of us in what we do if we believe that where we are now is all that there is. But as we come to know, this life is an ongoing story, an unfolding story, and there is a lot of future ahead. And maybe we need to hear again through these words of Jesus that the past and the present cannot fully define us. Maybe we need to look ahead at the road and see hope and promise in all that comes next. Four short verses, that's all we get. But they're Jesus' words. And they're part of this large conversation Jesus is having with his disciples. They call it the farewell discourse, and it's this fat chunk of John's gospel from chapter 13 through 17. John is the only gospel where Jesus is taking this intentional time to talk with his disciples about how life will look like after Jesus is gone. He's taking a pause before all that comes next to prepare his disciples for how they will live when he is no longer with them. There's teaching, there's guiding, there's equipping, there's presence, there's promise, and there's a call. Now, I've heard it say that a sermon should bleed, but I actually think it's the scripture today that bleeds because it both cuts and it also drips life because I think it's so relevant for Mount Olivet today. Jesus says, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all the truth, for he will not speak of his own, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. There is too much to say, and Jesus knows it, that his disciples can't handle all of it. So he says, this spirit of truth will be gifted. This advocate whom we talked about last week in Pentecost, the one called to walk alongside of us, that is who will declare all that is yet to come. Jesus makes a promise here. We are not left on our own. The spirit of truth will guide us as we make our way. And since truth is the key descriptor in the spirit who will be with us, 
It's helpful to know that in the Gospel of John, truth always speaks of Jesus. I think it's used 20 times in the whole Gospel. Maybe most vividly early on, and the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. When we can't know all that is next, truth will come through the spirit. And the spirit of truth is Jesus himself. So when the spirit seems ambiguous to us, it actually finds its voice in the life of Jesus. Just as God revealed himself in the flesh in Jesus, the Spirit now will reveal Jesus in all that it declares. We are living in an interesting time, a dynamic world. Many voices seem to have the ideas for how to amp up a declining church, to all of a sudden make relevant our beliefs to people who claim no religious affiliation or to people who are just done with the experiences of the church because they have been hurt by them. The wonder of Jesus' words today is they come in the midst of reality, of vulnerability and doubt. And they still come and they declare what they do. There is much more ahead and we can't take it all in right now, but the spirit of truth will come to walk alongside and guide us in all that is to come. So a promise is made and a call is given. We are called to keep close to God's word, to scripture itself, and to dwell in it both individually and collectively, to listen and to trust that it will declare all that it is to come. This is the center of our identity. It's our being, and it's also the center of our work. There will be challenges, successes, disappointments, learnings. There will be goings and comings. We are not to walk away when it gets tough. Jesus says nothing to his disciples about this being easy or perfect. What we know is there is much that is yet to come, and the spirit of truth is with us, leading us as we make our way. This is the building of Christian community. It started with those 11 disciples gathering around to hear Jesus' words, and it continues with us here at Mount Olivet in this new day. Sarah Henrik, Professor Emeritus of New Testament at Luther Seminary and a good friend here at Mount Olivet, says these words about this text. The future is open. It requires our discernment, our listening, watching for and trusting that God will continue to reveal God's self through the spirit of truth. We, along with the disciples, can trust that the God Jesus has shown us is God still at work for our illumination and strength to persist. We dare to humbly acknowledge that there may still be truths which we are not able to bear and that God accompanies us along the way. We are not just as good as our last project because this world, Mount Olivet, you and me, are secured in a future created and sustained by God who claims us and who saves us by his promise. 
There is a wide open future and God promises to lead the way and walk with us in the midst of this vast horizon. Our call then today is to listen and to stay close to the spirit of truth guiding us and declaring to us all that is yet to come. And when we forget, the spirit of truth will be there to tell us this again and again. Let it be so. Amen.